Welcome to the Sold School Podcast. I'm your host, Will Mansour. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Mr. Sean Anton Getty. What's up, brother? What up, what up, aka SAG. Little, <laughs> little, little name plug there. Uh, uh, yeah, good times. Anyways, today we are uh, going to be talking about TikTok. Mm. Uh, Sean has some insights into TikTok. I've had some success with TikTok. But we're also going to talk about what not to do with TikTok, which is what some agents are doing, which uh, they probably don't even know they're doing it, but it's a big boo-boo. And uh, I see it all the time, and so does Sean. So uh, let's get into this today. Um, I I think, honestly, Sean uh, mastered Instagram, obviously, through sales and prospecting. Uh, TikTok's been around. I remember years ago, Mr. Gary V was like, TikTok this, TikTok that. Nobody was t- doing TikTok. He was like, Facebook's done, Instagram is almost done, but TikTok, that's gonna be the next thing. And boy, was he right. The guy, the guy never misses. Never. <laughs> he yeah, never he's misses. batting a thousand. He's batting a thousand. I don't know. I think he's got some intel from somewhere. Gary, if you're listening, we're flattered, but fuck, man, <laughs> where do you get your intel from, brother? He's not listening to us. Gary is listening, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pretty funny though. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Maybe I'll tag him in something. Gary, we called you out on our podcast, brother. Yeah, we love you, buddy. <laughs> okay, so what are you seeing uh, going on with uh, TikTok for real estate? And um, like, what are what are your your cons? Like, what are you seeing out there that's kind of making you smack your head? Yeah, smash my head against the wall. Yeah. So. What happens is the the two basic principles that we think about with every prospecting activity is what's the intent and how do I max out the ROI, right? Right. ROI. Sorry? ROI and intent. Write that down Uh, if you're listening or writing and listening at home. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Every activity. What's the intent and how do I max out my ROI? Uh, Return on investment and investment is obviously your time. So what happens or what I'm seeing a lot with, uh, we're calling them TikTok realtors and property tour realtors. Um, which I love seeing people making content. I love people, you know, pushing the envelope and doing as much as they can. But what I'm starting to see is probably extremely detrimental to their business where they're posting stuff that's actually negative condemnation of their clients. So what happens is they're making fun of buyers and they're making fun of sellers in their content. And like, who's going to want to work with someone making fun of them all the time? Give me an example. I've seen a bunch of these too, now that you bring it up, but Give me an example of one or two or three. Yeah, well, there's so many. (laughs) But uh, like customers making low ball offers, for example, right? Now, like, is it funny? For sure. Is it hilarious to us in real estate because we see it every day? Absolutely. But with a client that doesn't know what's going on and thinking that they can offer low ball, is that going to encourage them to send you a message and get educated on the process and what's going on and how not to, to be that person? I would say unlikely, right? That's not gonna it's not gonna encourage someone to want to work with you. Right. Or making fun of sellers that want to overlist their house or making fun of sellers that want to be at an open house or whatever it is. Right. And like, I think we should be mixing these in as kind of, you know, lighthearted posts. There, there's definitely value there, but I'm seeing that is the only type of post that they're making. So it's only TikTok type posts and it's only property tours. And what happens is who's going to take that person seriously. Right. You know, it's a good point. I mean, it's social media and it's 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 entirety what it stands for the the negative negative of it like what you actually see on social media is not what is actually happening in real life right and mm-hmm. so if you take a realtor who's on tiktok 
and they're a new agent and they're like trying to model some other guy that's on TikTok that's an experienced agent. And I'm talking to all you newer agents out there, you know, that are in the business two years or one year or less. Um, you're really like what you see on TikTok and what you get in real life could be two very extreme things, right? Uh, you could have somebody being like a TikTok master and he's 24 years old and he he's a, he's a millennial, his shit doesn't stink and he thinks he's Mr. Joe Real Estate. But when it comes time to actually do the job, he's not very good at it or she's not very good at it, but she's great at doing TikToks, right? Um, and the TikToks that he or she is doing might actually, like you said, be detrimental to their success as an agent, right? Now, that's not the case with everybody. So I'm not painting everybody with the same brush because because and it's nothing against 24-year-olds because I have 24-year-olds in my group and they fucking teach me all kinds of shit. I'm starting to learn in a very uh, non-egotistical way. It's actually hurting my ego that I'm getting fucking old. <laughs> and, and, and these 24-year-olds, I fucking need them more than ever. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> I need you. But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? We've seen yeah. them. Like, you, you see these agents on TikTok, and then you finally meet them, and you're like, what the fuck? Where's your Ferrari? Where's your this? Where's your yeah. that? Oh, that's my buddy's buddies. I rented it for a day. Like, you know, yeah. anyways. All that stuff. And I think, like, another thing that's a little bit on the detrimental side, and again, like, like I'm not slamming on just those, those type of posts because I – if you do them and you mix them into good quality content and educational content and value-based content, I really, really see that they're awesome for the algorithm. So like, keep going. Right. But just don't 100%. do this. And I, what I'm starting to see is um, that there's a lot of people that that's all that they're doing and that's their sole attention and their sole focus. And they don't even know what's going on in the market anymore. They're just literally following the trend. And what happens like, for you know a really good example here is uh, the market has changed pace in these last few weeks, right? So it used to be like, you know, January, February, March was insane. It was it was an unbelievable time to be in real estate. It was no, I don't think anybody's ever seen what happened in January, February, March ever in the history. It was it was, was mind blowingly bonkers, right? And now what happens is we're still in a good market, but we're just not in a market like that. And these guys are still making posts that relate to that time, January, February, March, and that the time is over. So yes. they're doing, you know, I seen one the other day where it was like, um, kind of like with TikTok type realtor was uh, new listing hits the market and we got to go. And then it was like a funny, you know, video in the background and then like running out the stairs to running out the door, sorry, down the stairs to get to listening. Well, you, you don't really have to do that. Like you did January, February, March. Like you could take one or two days in the most, for the most part to see stuff. Right. So now the market has changed pace, the market's changed direction, but they're still posting like it's that way. And then even when you think about listings, so now let's even pretend you get a listing through these type of posts, the client expectations is going to be exactly like what you're talking about. And that's not the reality anymore. So now you've got really, really tough expectations to, to meet, which is probably impossible. And you're gonna have to talk a customer off the ledge because they're going to expect 30 offers, 40 offers, you know, sold in one minute, blah, 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 blah. And it's not going to happen, but you're still creating that content. So I think people need to, to, you do want to focus on creating content. There's no question whatsoever, but you also need to focus on being up to date with the market and keeping your finger on, finger on the pulse. So in that type of post, there's absolutely zero return on your investment. And the intent is what? Trying it's, to be a funny guy? Show you got a sense of humor? Oh, he's funny. I want to work with him. Look, he's making fun of buyers and sellers or she's making fun of buyers and sellers. Like, 
what's the intent of that post to get likes to get yeah. that dopamine rush? Cause that's not what business is about, right? It shouldn't be about you. It should be about them. And yeah. if you're making it all about you, check your head, check your ego, man. Like it's really, I just, I honestly, I see this time and time again, like I, I just shake my head and, and check it. But again, <laughs> what's happening is, is that these people don't have the ROI and the tent intent uh, prior to putting something out there. They're all about, I got to get another TikTok up. I got to get more likes. I got to get more followers. Me, 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 me. Name on the back, name on the back, name on the back. And the other thing too, is that you got to be really self-aware of who's going to be watching your shit. So mm -hmm. If you actually are a buyer agent, which most new agents are, they do buying and leasing because they don't have, they don't get listings right away. Um, chances are, if you have people that follow you, that could be potential clients. And you're sitting there doing a TikTok about uh, making fun of a buyer who puts in a low ball offer. Okay. I don't think that's going to produce great ROI for you because your intent fucking sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Really good point there for our listeners. Um, and we could go on and on about this because I see a lot of it too. But I want to switch. I just want to shift like our market. See what I did there? And uh, I want to uh, pivot like our market. See what I did there? And uh, I want to uh, pivot to what to record if you're going to be doing TikTok for real estate. And we don't need to go in depth on this, but we all know the number one thing we need to do is to have a lot of conversations every day, right? Mm -hmm. And in order to have conversations, I believe that you must distribute value, right? Before, during, and after. Underline that word. Put it on your put it above your headboard. Value, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Making fun of a buyer, putting a lowball offer in is zero value to anyone else but you who thinks it's funny. So as an example, so um, what are things you would think would be amazing to do to provide value to people on TikTok? Yeah, absolutely. There's so many things you could talk about. And then the thing is with TikTok is you could have a lot more fun with your posts, right? So like doing a first time home buyers post, walking people through the process, right? And if you want to point and dance and music to it, by all means, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Yep. If you want to have a funny voice overlay to it, you can, as long as you're providing information and value to the people, right? So you do first time home buyers, you can do government incentives, government grants, you could do closing processes, closing gifts, you can do uh property tours are amazing like some of these property tours bump up to like 20 40 80,000 views on a, a very normal standard house right and that's a good way to get traction and then you can get yeah. traction with that property tour and then all of a sudden you show your character and who you are and you get that no like and trust value up and people want to work with you right and like mixing it like i said mixing in the odd funny one by all means and i, I think what happens is there's there's guys out there that have been super successful with it like let's talk about like matt leonardi leonardi for example Right. The guy's absolutely hilarious and he's always making fun of buyers and sellers, but that is like his shtick. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's literally who he is. I bet you, if you deal with him, I bet you he makes fun of you as you're going through the process. Right. And that's people, fair. right. But yeah. for people that, that's not authentically them and they're just mixing it in there and they don't have, you know, that it, that oomph doesn't work. So yeah, I would do like first time home buyers, buying process, listing process, basically anything that you're doing to post on Instagram and uh, Facebook and everywhere else, but you just make it a little more lighthearted. 
Yeah, I, I actually I've said this in a numerous meetings and masterminds and and on stage. And I, I really uh, I really this little thing I do is I have my notepad open all the time on my phone when I'm with my clients and any questions they ask me, whether I know that answer or not, because I don't know it all. I write that down in my notepad on my phone and it's shared across all my devices because I'm an Apple guy. And so, uh, but answering those questions on TikTok could be another like way to get information and content out there, right? Uh, DIYs. I've seen you do a ton of DIY videos or not really DIYs, but uh, inspection things on homes, like uh, information on different foundation types, structures, all kinds of cool shit, right? That is another thing you could do on TikTok. Um, you like know, you, you, like let's say you get a text from a customer or a client asking you something, you can put that little text bubble right there and be like, I just had a customer ask me this question. And then here's what my answer is. And then boom, 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 you answer it straight up. 100%. Right? Yeah. 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 Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be dancing and music. I mean, it's no. great if you want it to be. <laughs> Listen, right. I sometimes I get pissed off with TikTok because every time I open it up, it's some chick in a freaking bikini and dish, 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 dish. oh, wow, I just saw you in your bikini. Like, I give a shit. Like, you know, talk about hurting, you know, for attention. And, uh, it, and my wife's like, really? Like, what are you watching over there? Some, yeah. some <laughs> chick who needs attention, who's married, putting herself on TikTok with her bikini on. Uh, next, show yeah. some class. Uh, real estate tips. Well, I think well, I think that's a really important 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 thing to talk talk about right there. Um, where you said uh, people are just worried about like you know the likes and the comments and stuff. And yes, likes and comments are super 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 important. But what happens is, are you getting likes and comments the the right way where you're giving value for people and they're going to reach out to you and do business with you, right? I would much rather have. 10 likes and 10 views or whatever it's going to be and have 10 people reach out to me to do business versus a hundred thousand views and a thousand likes. And nobody gives me any business. I'm not, I'm not there for the likes. Like you have to understand that the, the, the likes and the comments and everything is part of the equation for the algorithm. Super important. But are you actually getting a return, which is DMS to do business? No, the DMS in that are, I like your booty and, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about the bikini side. I know, but that's what those DMs are. They're useless. Yeah. There's no value to them, right? So, like, for example, um, and listen, you guys listening, you got to have this mindset going all the time. If you're going to record shit, always have your spidey sense going in the conversations you're having with the buyers and sellers or, or the realtors. Um, I can make a recording on that. I could do a recording on that. So here's an example. TikTok. I was sitting in my car in between showings. By the way, on TikTok, I'm coaching underscore realtor. Little plug. And uh, if you go on there, you'll see this video. It's got 17,000 plus views, generated over 80 conversations for me. And I don't know how many DMs. Okay. I don't even, I couldn't even care about the likes. And this was recorded in the front seat of my previously owned Mercedes, Tesla guy now, another plug. And uh, I had 10 minutes between showings. So my clients went to get coffee and I pulled up in front of the house and I'm like, I got 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes. Boom, open up my phone. I did a TikTok on investing in Florida, okay? I've had people call me because my number's on my profile and or email me and say, hey, I need to chat with you about investing in Florida. 
I need to do this. We need to talk about this. These people are all hyper local to where I live. Okay. So now they've actually connected with me about buying and selling in Florida, which is a referral bucket for me. But I've also now developed relationships with these people for when they buy and sell up here or they refer, right? 10 minutes. I, I made a 60 second one take video in, in my car and I had 17,200 views to this day about investing in Florida, okay? Way better return, way higher value. My, my intent was to get value out there and distribute it and give people their, open their eyes and their minds about being here and buying down there. And my ROI was picking up clients, picking up referrals in the States and picking up uh, and building relationships here. Check, 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 done. 60 seconds of my time. 60 seconds, right? And that's the name of the game. Doosh, doosh. Wow, look at my bikini. <laughs> Next. <laughs> you know the post I'm talking about, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? The value distributed. And then because you're, you're an authentic and genuine person, the way you post, you're going to get all those kind of conversations going. People want to reach out to you and want to work with you, right? Yeah, like I did one on equity, using the equity in your home. It's just sitting there to collecting dust. Why not use it to buy more doors? Like that's a, again, like everything you're, list, you're listening to. I saw a video uh, on Warren Buffett this morning, actually. And again, like this is one of the things that we talk about our training all the time, but your morning routine, right? What's your morning routine look like? So I'm always watching some kind of educational video uh, while I'm getting my shit together first thing in the morning. Well, yep. first thing in the morning. And um Warren Buffett was talking about that even today he still has a mortgage on his house, right? But that he he kept a mortgage on his house when he didn't have to. And I think he said his house was worth like 150000 or something like that at the time when he bought it. And, you know, if you guys know, obviously, who Warren Buffett is, but he's got the same old car, the same old house, the same old everything. Like he doesn't give a shit, right? Yep. And um, so he said he bought his house for 150000 It's probably worth like a million bucks today. And he goes, I had the cash to pay it off at the time. He goes, but the equity... Uh, of a paid off house doesn't do anything for me. Instead, I took the money that the bank mortgaged me and I took that cash and I bought Berkshire Hathaway stock. At that time, he wasn't the main shareholder. He was buying into Berkshire Hathaway, right? Mm -hmm. In his career. This is probably going to blow your mind, Will. He said that that mortgage, the money, like specifically the money from the mortgage that if he would have paid the house off cash today is worth $750 million. Unreal. Love it. Imagine Love that. that. If, he, if he had mortgaged his house, or sorry, if he paid his house paid cash, yeah. he paid his house cash and lived mortgage-free, he bought it for $150,000, no mortgage. Today, it's worth a million bucks. He'd be up a million dollars. Yeah, He's instead of 750. Yeah. Those, those are very <laughs> different numbers. And again, obviously, he's the extreme example. Yeah. But, you know, that's a that's an awesome post right there that you could talk about, about, you know, leaving money dead in your house is no good. Yeah, and I've done that. It's got three or four thousand uh, uh, reviews and a lot of messages asking me how I did what I did and 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 how I, they can do it. And if they know somebody I can speak to or refer them to. Absolutely. Right. And I asked you from that post. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the I'm one of those conversations You are one of those conversations. Right. <laughs> it's like, OK, you got this nest egg of two million dollars. And it's yeah. just sitting there. Why not refinance it and use that money and make your net worth $8 million overnight with yep. the money you have? It's easy to do. 
but it's risky. And a lot of people aren't risk takers, but that's another conversation. Um, the one thing, one thing I noticed on TikTok is you get these brand new agents and they're booking these property tours in penthouses, luxury, you know, they want to get into the luxury market, right? They don't know anything about real estate. They don't know what they don't know. Okay. I shouldn't say they don't know anything. They just, they're not luxury agents. There's a lot of work and time and spend on marketing with luxury real estate. Okay. And they go in and they do these lavish property tours in these penthouses. Look at these views. They get 70,000 views and they want to be a luxury agent overnight. I don't believe that is possible. And if it is, please slap me sideways uh, that that could be happening overnight. Because if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. What's your take on that? Yeah, not overnight. I've, I've seen a few people in my market do it, actually, right out here. Yeah. And um, yeah, they built a really big, successful business off of it. But it wasn't overnight. It was years and years and years of, of those property tours. And I think what happened is uh, having conversations with the builders that were doing it and the owners put them in the circle and then they were able to get in. But like looking at those listing videos... Well, one, you got to get good at it, right? You're, you're unlikely going to be good at the beginning, which is totally fine. You want to practice. 100%. But, you know, a standard real estate marketing video is like 350 to 500 for a pretty basic, pretty generic video. But ones that these guys are doing with these luxury properties are like 1500 to 2500 for per video, uh, up to $5,000, right? Like that's a lot of money for not, like not even your listing. Yeah. Well, if you are going to go that route and go the luxury listing, like good for you. I love that. Right. Me too. But uh, a couple of things is one, you're dealing with obviously more high stress situations because you have a lot more money. So you need to know what you're talking about and you need to be invested in the market. And if you are going to take on that listing and you don't know how to price things properly or market things properly, you're talking a lot of cash that that's literally flushed down the drain. If you don't know how to maximize that listing. Yeah, so, it's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely risky business for those who are um, are not really experienced at doing it. Um, I've done a, a, not a not a ton, but I, I mean, I don't even know what you would consider luxury uh, as far as dollar. Like, I say three times the benchmark. Right, so you, guys are, you guys are like one point two right now. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be looking at like three, five, four million. Right. So I've done probably less than 10 of those in my 18 years. Right. 10. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. I don't, I don't specialize in that market. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and, but if, and when they do come to my, uh, attention, uh, by referral, um, it's a slam dunk. It's easy for me to do. I just, it's the same process with a few tweaks and modifications, um, behind the scenes snippets is something else a realtor can do on TikTok. Uh, they can talk about themselves and how they run their day, their morning routine, their, their prospecting, um, you know, celebrating a client's new home is another TikTok. That's about somebody else, not about you. You can say it's about you because you sold the home, but you got to make the TikTok about the client, right? And, and just think about that for a second. So let's take two, two posts on the same thing, right? So uh, you working with a client or you celebrating a client's win or your client missing out on the 30th time that they've been bidding for a house and getting frustrated and like a wah, wah type video. You know what I mean? But, but I, how many of those have you seen, right? What, or, or, what was that noise again? Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but imagine that though, right? Like, so you've got... Um, 
like a, a new person to your account. They've been following you, seeing some property tours, cool, cool, cool. And there you are uh, complaining basically and making fun of a buyer that's been on 30 different houses and lost 30 different times and how frustrated you are. Yeah. Right? That would like, as me as a buyer, I'm like, oh shit, like the market's like that. And this person's been to 30 different houses and 30 different bids and lost 30 different times. Yeah, I would love to work with that person. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. But, 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 but sure, that person got a bunch of views and, and uh, views and likes, whatever, on that post. But was that helpful for your business? I, you know, I would like no. to see. It. No, um, I think, you know, there. listen, there's a lot of stuff. So a lot of my TikToks are like about mindset and motivation and accountability and, and that type of stuff, right? The, do the work, showing up. Those are my TikToks. Do I get, some of them have three, 4,000 views. Some of them have around, I think my average of most of them are like, three, 400 views. Um, you know, there is, I use a, 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 uh, I guess it's a website. It's called for display purposes only. And you can go into for display purposes only and type in a word, uh, like real estate. And it'll, it'll give you 30 of the top trending hashtags for real estate for that day. I was told previously by somebody in our group who has a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, uh, Brian Feeney, he's a preaching, he's preaching realtor. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of his content is about God. He's a preacher, right? So he gets a lot of followers and he's live all the time. He puts a lot of time into TikTok. He told me when you put hashtags into your description, the only ones that TikTok really cares about is the first three and the last three. They don't care about anything in, in between. That algorithm is the first three hashtags and the last three hashtags. And it works because the last TikToks that I've done, I, I really focused on the first three and the last three. And I researched what was going on that day. And I got tons of views. So he's on to something. Um, he's had like, oh, I don't even want to know. It's like 400,000 comments on all his posts. Like it's ridiculous, the traction he's got. Uh, very, very happy for him. And he just did it in like, honestly, like two or three months. It wasn't a long time. I remember seeing his first couple of videos, but you know, what's funny. Like, you know me, I'm not, I'm not an overly religious person. Actually, I'm not yeah. religious whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but the way he tells his stories are so interesting, right? Buddy, he's magnetic. And you're yeah. like, I, I'm like you, he'll come yeah. into my office and he'll sit down face to face and, and he will talk about religious stuff and I'm just drawn to this guy and I'm not even religious. I just, I'm so curious and interested about what he has to say because of his delivery, right? Preaching realtor, look him up, preaching underscore realtor, Brian Feeney. He's, he's awesome. So, um, okay. So we've talked about what not to do. We've talked about what to do uh, or what you should be doing. Now, I guess let's talk a little bit about how often should you be posting uh, and how do you kind of, mix up your schedule. So you can't all be business, right? Like Instagram is 80% personal, 20% business. I think it's pretty much the same for TikTok. Mind you, if you're an agent, don't be doing bikini videos of yourself. Like, let's keep it real here. It's professional uh, and not pro bikini model. Uh, I don't, I don't really care about that stuff. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, other posts you can do on TikTok 
that are non-real estate related, but very interesting. I have some ideas. I've seen some. Do you have any? For well, just the same kind of stuff, right? Like you just post the thing. <laughs> that was my time yeah. 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 You just post the stuff that, that interests you because you want to have your following uh into the same kind of stuff that you're into, right? So you're saying your food, fitness, inspiration, motivation, well, not memes, but your personality and like, well, like you're in a hockey, right? Like if you post hockey type stuff, right? Like your rink, I don't know, it's uh, an end of an era there. Like you're not going to have it no more. Because <laughs> you know? we, we've been, we've been uh, well, real friends, but internet friends for like three years now almost, right? Yeah, yeah. In three years, I see the, the rink go up and the rink go down. But like, how cool would it be like a time-lapse type one uh, of you doing that, right? Or... Like the the post I see all the time is uh, cars, right? Uh, you were you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, right? <laughs> like you got know, like that type of stuff in the background while you're building the rink, right? On a yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those are super cool, and people are like, oh shit, you got a backyard rink, and like the audio helps you explode it, and so on and so on. So you know, keeping your authentic self with there, but like you don't you don't have to make fun of your audience, and you don't have to be a clown. No, <laughs> you don't, and. Uh, I think some of the other things that are really good is uh, area influences. Um, if you want to specifically focus on the city you in, you're in, you know, hey, here are the top 10 restaurants in downtown yeah. Toronto, right? Boom, 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 boom on TikTok. And then they go look at your, your, your portfolio and you're, you're a realtor, right? So you mix those kind of, of things in, plus your fitness, plus your sports, uh, you know, all those things do stuff on books. It doesn't yeah. all have to be real estate and luxury tours of, you know, a, a phone going across a window showing a view that gets 70,000 views. And, you know, you're feeling really good about yourself, right? Because you were holding a phone showing a view uh, through a, a condo building on the 35th floor. Wow, I'm, I'm special. Make it value driven, right? And, and once you do that and you start magneting people to you, is that a word, magneting? Attracting? <laughs> attracting? Uh, yeah. They're going to take more interest in the <laughs> shit you post, right? Yeah. Like you're going to take more interest in your backyard, your rinks, you're working out, you're this, you're that. That's not real estate related, right? Well, and think about this too. Like when you talk about your food, the, the food uh, ones, you're only going to get hyper-local people. That's yeah. awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, local coffee shops, local restaurants, local things. Only locals are going to be interested in that. And then now, like, you know, cool, I got 70,000 followers or 70,000 views, whatever. But if none of them are from the city where you live in, how are you going to do business with them? It's it's unlikely that you get a referral or an out-of-town buyer like you would from an in-town. Right. And that's where those hashtags, those first three and last three become very important. Because if you're in a specific city like New York City, you're going to want to make sure one of those three or last three hashtags are New York because people follow hashtags, right? And they they work in the algorithm that way. So, yeah, I, I don't want to be not hyper-local. I want to be hyper-local to where I'm working because if I'm trying to get business out of it, whether it's, you know, attracting people to work with me on the real estate side for buying and selling or working with me on the agent side, um, I got to make sure that I'm hyper-local. Love it. Yeah, so we love it. Yeah, cool. Well, this has been great. Um, it's it's been a few weeks. I apologize for being off the air because 
you know, Sean and I not only uh, mentor and coach a lot of agents, but we both are still really busy um, running in the hamster wheel, chasing buyers and sellers and competing for transactions. And the market is shifting. Uh, it's shifted where I am for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, it's good to be busy, but you got to be sure you're productive when you're busy, not busy being busy pro tip right there. See what I did there? I'm on fire today, bud. Um, anyway, Sean, uh, you're in, before we wrap up, it is, uh, April 22nd. It's 17 degrees where I am right now in Toronto and you are in Calgary and what's going on there? It's the biggest snowstorm of the year today. <laughs> this, is, this is like the second biggest reason why I went out of this place. <laughs> and you, you, before we got on here, you were, you were hustling to your office in your summer tires. Oh God. You got your winners off last year. And yeah. you, what did you see? You saw a bus on its side blocking the road under a bridge. Well, not not on its side, but but turned at a forty-five, blocking all the lanes under a bridge, and like no traffic going through whatsoever downtown. Like it was like mangled. So the bus, because it's it, we have so many bridges in downtown, right? So yeah. this was an underpass, and it couldn't make it up the underpass, and then it slid sideways on a forty-five, and then obviously all the traffic behind it. Oh my God. So your weather is ridiculous out there because it can be 25 degrees one day and minus 20 the next because of the Chinook wind. Oh, so the biggest, it's always after a cold spurt. So like you'll get a minus 40, minus 45, which I don't think you guys get to the minus 40s, do you? No, no, no. Thank God for my Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It's the battery is non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like how quickly does, so you, how many, how many centimeters are you getting? You can go from minus 40, minus 45 to like plus 15 in one day. Wow. And how many centimeters are you getting today? Oh, I have no idea. I, I bet you we get at least half a foot today. And what's the, what's the long-term forecast saying? Like 20? Oh, it'll, be, it'll be warm next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I saw one of our guys, uh, Gabor, uh, yeah. he posted something on his Instagram. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he had a snow day. And I, it was like this week. Wow, man. I, would, I don't know about the people in Ontario. I do know they would be in a state of depression if we got dumped on 50 centimeters right now. I, yeah. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. In, in April, almost yeah. May. Yeah. I would, I would go hide out in my furnace room and uh, I would not come out for three days until it was all gone. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm in t-shirt, shorts, flip-flops. <laughs> classic, classic Vegas wear. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, this has been great. Uh, I mean, like every other thing we talk about, we could talk about this till we're blue in the face. There's all kinds of other stuff we could talk about with TikTok. Uh, make sure you guys stay uh, stay tied to us here because next week we are going to be talking about time blocking and we're going to be talking about things you do that you can pay others to do to free up time to be more productive with your business. Um, so we'll get more into that because yours truly and Mr. G over there is guilty as well. Yep. I called him last week and he was going to drive somewhere to pick up a lockbox. <laughs> I said, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. The next day I went out and installed the sold sign. What the fuck was I doing? Yeah, I don't do the sold signs. I still, I still grab the lockboxes though. Yeah. So our question is going to be, what the fuck are you all doing? Pardon yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll sign off. Sean, this has been awesome. We'll see you next time. And uh, thanks for listening. Awesome. See you guys.